And good morning, fuckers! Welcome to another day at the one and only Daily VM. I have Mikey with me again. What's up, brother? Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Daily VM. You know, I don't understand. Well, go ahead. We have a third round with Anitra. This is just such an interesting conversation. But go ahead, Brad, what you're going to say before you... Well, I was going to say, I was going to follow up real quick on the intro with you. I was like, I don't understand why I always have to say I got Mikey with me. I'm going to have to change that because who else is going to be with me? Me? (laughs) You know what I mean? By myself? Maybe one day. I I don't know. (laughs) I I, I do put the M in the Daily VM. Oh, my goodness. So it's like everybody knows it. So, you know, if if Anitra was part of the show, we'd be called Bam. Boom! Bam. Bam. I love it. I think we're on to something here. (laughs) Or it could just be Brad and Mike. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Cut you out of the middle altogether. No, I'm just joking. Only, only kidding. But uh, so welcome back, man, for another episode, man. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, thank you. I love it. You, uh, you are you plugged are in now? I am plugged in. <laughs> Unbelievable. Plugged in. You're powering up. <laughs> <sighs> I warned you. It happens. You know, hey, it's all good. It's all good. So Mikey had uh, a couple of questions he wanted to lead off with with uh, yeah. CrossFit. S- so okay. the last episode we were we were just starting to get into your CrossFit life. Um and as a CrossFit gym owner. So what I noticed was is when CrossFit this is how I felt. When CrossFit first came out, it was for like elite athletes that were really wanting to push themselves to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um that was just my that my, my opinion and the vision of it because you had people that were very well trained, you know, had great form and they were just pushing themselves even harder you know, um, to be better. And then all of a sudden it started to become mainstream. And, you know, I went to a couple of CrossFit CrossFit gyms and I saw people in there throwing weights around with some of the worst form that I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And several of the people that I know that were, that were CrossFit newbies and they weren't really like gym rats or, you know, in good physical fitness, they just were like, I want to be a CrossFitter because it's it's cool. It's like the hip new term. Um, got pretty bad injuries, you know, like spinal injuries and shoulder injuries because they just didn't. I don't know, but maybe they didn't respect the for- sport. And I didn't know. Did you? What's your feeling on that? Like, what? What? Where do you think? Do you think CrossFit's for everyone, or well, do you think that's like a rite of passage? Like, once you get past a certain point of physical fitness, and then you become a CrossFitter. It's you know? interesting because um, you said you just finished when you you know uh, one of your last statements. You said the sport. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, so I'm what they call a CrossFit OG, right? So I think CrossFit yeah. started in '07. I started mm-hmm. doing CrossFit, I think, in 2008 or nine, um, and um, there's a difference, in my opinion. And I think it has a yeah. lot to do with CrossFit's marketing, right? Yes. The old HQ's marketing back in the day, um, they pushed the sport of CrossFit and not right. the daily going to the gym just to get to work out. Right. So you've got your just your regular gym goers. Right. So and I think it's a mixed bag. So this is how CrossFit works. It is not a franchise. It is an affiliation. Okay, so every gym can program however they want for their Mm -hmm. facility. So I was an Olympic weightlifting coach before I was a CrossFit coach. And that's pretty rare. Most people found Olympic weightlifting through CrossFit. 
I found the lipid oil right. first. And um, so my gym was known for having impeccable form. When we would go to the local fitness competitions, mm-hmm. it was um, for those that had that need, right, who wanted to compete. Yeah. We never pushed it, but it's fun, right? And, right. and, and no, our, a athlete, lot of fun. Yeah. our athletes yeah. stood out. Like you could tell, mm-hmm. like form wise. So it's a yeah. mixed bag. So you've got the barrier to entry to get a CrossFit level one certification into own a gym back in the day was a $500 weekend course. And that's it. Right. Right. Yep. So you did mm-hmm. have a lot of shit show gyms out there, but yeah. they were passionate about it because what CrossFit provides that you do not get at your normal gyms is the community. And yes. accountability and a sense of belonging that as adults, we, I think we lose some of that as we get older. So CrossFit is a great way to get that, you know? Yeah. Um, so hundred percent. No, I, I agree with the, the community of it. I mean, but I just like, like the way I went to a, a weekend, um, a Saturday, like free class. Cause I wanted to, mm-hmm. I had been working out for a little bit on my own. This was back when I was, um, doing pretty well. Like I was, um, 200 pounds and Brad and I were start, he was running five K's. I was getting into it and I was going to the gym six days a week working out and I was feeling really strong. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to start one of my coworkers. She did CrossFit and she said, Mm -hmm. Hey, just come on Saturdays. We have free classes, you know, Mm -hmm. just, just see what it's like. And I really liked the camaraderie and the feeling of like the team and that type of stuff. But you know, my second trip out, it was like, okay, today we're running a Murph, you know? And it's like, Oh shit, I'm not ready for this. But then I didn't want to be like, not a team player or not, you know, well, <laughs> do it. Not so I try to do my best. So what yeah. they should have done, a, a, a yeah. good experienced coach would have scaled that down for you. Mm-hmm. And he would have yeah. said, okay, you're going to do a quarter or half of the reps or pair you up with somebody and you split the reps even in half. Yeah. And then you don't do it just like it's what is, it's run one mile with a weighted vest 100 mm-hmm. pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 um, body weight squats, yeah. uh, and run another mile, come back, all with the weighted vest on. That's how it is programmed, right? So right. I would cut your run down, and then you would have a team partner, and, and we'd scale everything for you. If you know mm-hmm. you were to come into my gym and you had never done CrossFit, because it's all body weight movement, so... It's yeah. low risk to injury, but you have a high risk of getting rhabdo, which is really bad stuff. So, mm. um, what is rhabdo for someone that doesn't know? Rhabdomyolysis. It's when the proteins and uh, creatine or potassium levels get in your bloodstream from your muscle Ooh. breakdown. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm, I, if I'm going from memory here, so I could be wrong a little bit, but it's, it has fine. to do with stuff getting out of your muscles into the bloodstream. And uh, a lot of times I, it's my experience. I've had two athletes get rhabdo and they were experienced athletes. A lot of time it comes from working out two of them. They had drank the night before and then came in and hit a hard workout and they were under hydrated. Uh, I got you. Mm-hmm. It's usually my experience. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but my experience is usually under hydration plays a role in someone getting that. But anyway, um, yeah. that is, so you just got to be smart about the people you're coaching. But again, yeah, people, I don't know. I, I feel like what would happen is a class, you know, um, I mean, I obviously I couldn't do any, uh, most of that because I wasn't nearly at that fitness level. So I kind of right. was like, you know, I came by the time I got off the one mile, everybody was already heading out for their second mile. So I didn't really have to 
because it's like an honor. It was an honor, like an honor system. You know, it's right. not like anybody standing there making you do anything. Right. So I didn't get nearly the reps in, and I didn't even get the second half of the mile in because by the time oh. I was done doing the stuff in the in yeah. in the yeah. the gym, everybody was coming back, and I didn't use a weighted vest at the time or any of that. But right. you know, I just noticed that there was a lot of people there were ex- like really good athletes. Yeah. And this was like their community and like pushing themselves to get to the next level, almost like ultra marathon runners or mm-hmm. Ironman, you know, mm-hmm. like in triathletes and things like that. Like you can't, you know, I feel like, and it may have gotten better since I've been there, but I felt like CrossFit was like the next level up. Like when you're ready to like, no, become more I, say advanced. I don't agree with that but now. Yeah. But that's why I wanted to ask you about that. Like yeah. what's your, so a lot of people think that, um, yeah. And but that's something they project onto themselves. And again, I think that has a lot to do with CrossFit HQ's marketing. Because again, mm-hmm. there's a difference between CrossFit the sport and CrossFit the exercise regimen. Okay. Like you can use one to get to the other, but I can so tell you. So what's the difference? Like so that way um, for some people like myself that aren't 100 percent aware of like the difference. Because I've been always seeing like the CrossFit games and well, the you know, people, stuff like that. So I'm friends with games athletes, and mm-hmm. and my ex husband was a very he. He did not make it to the games, but he went on to do the pro grid grid league. Um, Hmm. And he it's they do not do one workout a day. They do three Hmm. workouts a day and their programming isn't like the exercise CrossFit. Right. I mean, it's very similar, but you're not Hmm. going to get to the game levels if you just go do your CrossFit. I, I, I might get like I might get hate mail for this, but they do regimented things like you know you got to do your interval training and they put in two or three hours a day i you would be hard pressed to find a top level games athlete that's just going into their crossfit gym four times a week and doing what's programmed on the board right but there are some gyms so again crossfit is an affiliation it is not Mm -hmm. a franchise so each owner head coach is free to program however they see fit so a perfect example Back in the day in Lakeland, we were Olympic weightlifting coaches. So we had a barbell club that was established and our gym was powerful, right? Um, And then, but we did all the other stuff. We did gymnastics and all that. There was another gym in town that the head coach, she ran marathons. So their programming had a lot of running on a Mm. regular basis. Then there was another gym in town that they were big in the, they did, they loved to compete powerlifting. So they were like raw strength. So gyms right. will take on kind of the personalities and the interest and the culture of their owners, of the okay. owner or the head coach, whoever's running the day to day program. Okay. Right. So, um, so I would always encourage people to, they would, when they would come to my gym, I'm like, go to them all before you decide, find your fit. Cause not my gym might yeah. not be for you and that's okay. You know, so they're, yeah, they're very yeah. culturally different. So, so how did you get into cross training? Because you started, you know, you started the Olympic weightlifting um, or weightlifting and then went, then went to Olympic weightlifting. And then how did you get into CrossFit? Like what, what, what made you do that direction? The movie 300. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, everyone, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. No, this, is, no. this is when I was, I was just at a regular gym. Over mm-hmm. in Brandon and just doing normal machines, barbell, just your traditional gym stuff and mm-hmm. um, working out with the guys every day. I used to have a 135 pound bench press back when I weighed 117 pounds for reps. I was so proud of that. And right. um, the um, 
that that movie 300 came out and it was all over the place. Like how did you get fit? And they did their kind of like their exercise regimen. And this is right around the time that CrossFit was coming mm-hmm. out, I believe. And, um, you know, was established. And it's kind of the same thing. It's high intensity interval movements where you're mixing it up and you're doing a bunch of different stuff and right. with a little higher intensity. And so I really enjoyed that style of training and, mm-hmm. and then CrossFit came up and with the Olympic lifting being invited, it just kind of all melds together. And it was like, oh, this is great. And I signed up to a CrossFit gym and I had been, at, then I went on to own my own. So. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. So the movie 300 inspired you to get into CrossFit. Well, I don't know that the movie inspired me, but when I saw that workout, that they said that the they went through. That they had, they I had saw that workout yeah. and I was like, so I go to the Globo gym. So imagine me, I'm in this Globo <laughs> gym and I'm getting all the pieces. I'll, I'll have to find out what that workout was, but I think there's like 10 different movements and you have to go through it and like, you know, pull-ups, push-ups and mm-hmm. jump rope. Yeah. And you just do all these things. And so I like, takes me like 30 minutes to find all the equipment in the gym and set up my <laughs> circuit and hope nobody takes <laughs> my stuff. Right. Cause I'm one of them intense people. Well, I yell at you yeah. take my shit when I'm working out. It's like, Hey, <laughs> damn, it's mine. And, um, and you're I was one of those like, people that uses all the pieces of equipment at one time. Well, not all the time, but listen, <laughs> no one else can use these. She's the one we can't stand in the gym. <laughs> I, and you know how many fucks I give? Zero. Zero. Yeah, zero. Zero. Zero fucks, fucks given. given. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Honestly, so, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't like to take up two or three pieces of equipment, but I do like, have it in my sight like if it frees up and if not then i just kind of learn to go to move to a different exercise that it's in my mm-hmm. routine it, because i don't want to be that dick that holds up you know the equipment i, I, I have a home gym because i don't like sharing yeah mike well, doesn't now, like working out with anybody fair, either really that was a circuit right so i need a dumbbell i need a jump rope i'm not taking yeah. up the whole thing i'm like just getting the little right. pieces i need to do my little circuit right here it's like if you the if store I'm is better, than... Anita, if you're taking everything up, like you're just owning the gym and you're just you're just pushing the little old ladies out of the way and the little, little you know, the 16 year old boys that are, that are that are trying to, you no, know, it's put the on big a little old bit of muscles. Dudes, I'll be like, can you excuse me? So it's so funny because I'll be standing. I must have this really like bitch face look when I'm in the gym because I will be in just any remote closeness to a, a piece of equipment. A guy will come up and look at me. He's like, um. Are, are are you using that machine? It's like four machines over. I'm like, no, go ahead. You're fine. <laughs> so funny. You know, it's funny you say that. It's it's funny you say that because I just had that something similar happen to me in the gym the other day. I, you know, I don't have a problem with somebody going, hey, man, you mind if I uh, join in? You know, if, they, if they're yeah. doing the same exercise, you know, because I'm, I'm resting in between sets anyway, so, you know, yeah. for 60 seconds is the way I'm looking. You know, it's my time. So, you know, I walked up to a, an old man. And he was an older dude. I say old man, but he was probably in his mid sixties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hey, do you mind if I cut in with you?" He goes, "I got two more sets." And I was like, "All right, man, fuck shit, all right." <laughs> you know? And he sat oh, yeah. there for two and a half minutes, man. I'm like, all the other piece of equipment going, man, what a dick. I could have been like, already had my set done, and you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I, I guess there's proper gym etiquette. I don't know if maybe that's a dick there move is. by me, but I, but I don't think so. I mean, like, if somebody asked to cut in. I'm like, hey, you, you. How much longer you got? I go. If you want to cut in, you can cut in. I always offer. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, you can work so, in. It never works for me because, especially at the squat rack, because I have to have the the J J cup so low. It never works. It's like you're just gonna have to wait, but I'll be quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way because I'm short. So I mean, I understand if I'm like on a squat machine, you know, a squat rack or whatever. But because, like you said, you know, I have to use the assisted 
I don't have anybody spotter there. Yeah. So I have to use the assisted squats. So, uh, you know, so I'm down like three, four notches lower than, you know, the average six foot, you know, six foot two guy, mm-hmm. you know, five, six, you know, five, six on a good day, you know? So, or as Mike says, I'm five oh, my, foot. My biggest, so, my biggest peeve is when I was going to the big gym down here on South Florida Avenue, they've got like three squat racks. Mm-hmm. I come in there. It's like, I, I squat heavy every day. I need the rack. Right. And I go in, all the racks are being used and not a fucking squats being done. In fact, all the movements that are being done at, he's using it as a pull-up bar. This guy no. is doing bent over rows with the barbell at the rack. I'm like, and the other guy's doing presses. I'm like, could you please get the hell out of here so I can squat? Yeah, just do that somewhere else. Yeah, do that, do that, oh. use, use, do that somewhere yeah, else. There's so many other things you can use for a barbell row, you know, or anything like that, you know, that's, dumbbells, that's whatever. The biggest, that's the biggest reason that I've got the equipment in my house. Um, unfortunately, I haven't used it to the level that I've wanted to. I'm working my way into it now, but it was for that very reason. It's because uh, time's precious. Like you only have so much time during the day and you can't create more of it. And I hated going to the gym and waiting on people to, you know, get done taking their selfies in front of the barbell rack, showing that they're doing what they're doing in front of the squat rack, you know, doing, you know, like they do one press and and they have to take 16 photos. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did that too, but I don't know. It also affected my mindset a little bit because I get aggravated and frustrated, and I just didn't need it. So I was like, I'm just going to build this in my house. Plus, it's less excuse. I can't, you know, I can't. It's, it's going to be harder for me to make excuses other than being physically injured. Here's the thing about your it. home stuff, though. What I found yeah. happened because I had a whole gym set up and I would still go yeah. to the gym instead is that there's always so much stuff to do around your own house that I would get distracted and overwhelmed because I was like, okay, I'm home. It's like, okay, I'm going to work out, but I'm always distracted by all the other things yeah. that need to be done. And I get overwhelmed and then I found that I cut my workout short. So it was best for me just to get in there and be cut off from my home. Oh. See, I learned how to, I learned to deal with that because I, I work from home. So okay. I have to like have that mindset that, okay, this time it's work, this time yeah. it's home, this time it's this. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's helped me a lot. And then having spaces, like it's a lot, a lot more challenging when it's, you know, you have to, you're doing it in your living room where other people are at, like if you're just bringing out weights and stuff like that. But if you have a room dedicated towards it, it's so much yeah. better because that's what it's there for. Um, my biggest problem right now is keeping people from putting junk in my workout area. Like they'll just randomly place, you know, boxes and shit and they'll have to move all that stuff. So I need to actually build a wall a room inside the my garage um mm. so i got an 1800 square foot garage i want to build out a room that's gonna be a workout room and if anybody disrespects the workout room there's gonna be a lock on it and if there they go they disrespect it they get locked out They're they can't out. use it well and i get that's, that that's so. i already told my steps on that you know <laughs> i've been like, you um, don't put the weights up and you don't put the pads down or pads back then oh, you yeah. won't have access so i've um i've lived alone for eight mm-hmm. years and um the dog is new to me my dog is new to me i've only had for like two years and um the gym was a a way for me to socialize to even though i didn't really necessarily hang around and talk to gym for hours and hours like you would might think but just being around people with this is the one common thing that we have and i actually kind of feed off the energy of people working out around me even if i don't uh, interact with them so that was mm-hmm. a big part of my mental health, having a gym membership for yeah. me. Yeah. It's like yeah, I thought I was going to be all, 
you know, motivated at home. But what I found is I trained people, people, I would train people in my house and then go to the gym mm-hmm. and work out for myself. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like, um, I like, I do like the gym for the community and that kind of stuff. That's why I'm, I am, uh, I want to do like a running club or something like that. Once I get a little better at it, um, mm-hmm. I think Brad would be interested in that as well. Um, cause I know he enjoyed running. I enjoy, and I then, enjoy running though, but it was mm-hmm. like, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, it's like anything. If you do too much of it, like I can get kind of like, eh, on it. Mm-hmm. That's why I like, like now I'm taking a different approach. Like I like, you know, doing running, but I'm like incorporating it in with more of the weight. I'm doing, I'm focusing no, I'm more at, on I'm the weight training. I'm at like a running club, like going to do like a 5k, like once every yeah, know, yeah, couple yeah, weeks that, and okay. stuff like that. The watermelon like, runs I was about, it. Yeah. Right. Which I've done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I did that. I mean, I ran, I ran three, five K or three or four. I can't remember off the top of my head. I got the medals somewhere, but, um, I did run those. And my last one, I was really happy with, uh, that I, before I quit and got fatter again, but, um, the, uh, I did a 5k around Lake Hollingsworth and, um, yeah. I ran my best time for me, which was, um, nice. you know, 27 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty happy with that. The first run <laughs> I ever did was a warrior dash. That's how I came into the 300 mm-hmm. workout and I was training for a warrior dash. And I was like, I'm going to be badass at this warrior dash. And I was actually, I came in top 10 of my age group for the first time I ever tried it. Wow. I trained my That's ass awesome. off for that. I was so fit. Yeah, we're training for Spartan race right now at the end of the year. A little yep. uh, Spartan sprint. So nice. That's our, I taught Brad into doing that. I kind of twisted his arm a little. They're so fun, but be careful. I get every time I did any kind of mud race, I always got hurt. Wow. Every time. I'm going. I'm going in with the mentality of I'm going to do it. To, I'm going to push myself, but not to the mm-hmm. point where I hurt myself. Yeah. Um, it's always something you know, dumb. I'm, you know, before we before we get out of here, I was talking to Mike, and I was I was like saying, you know. I've realized like there's going to be certain things that he excels at, you know, cause we, we do walk, you know, and try to run together, you know, at least mm-hmm. we, we try to run together at least once a week while well, we haven't run yet, but we're fixing to start adding in jogging, walking, yeah, trail walking, speed, tra- speed walking and trailing. Yeah. And, you know, it got me thinking, I was talking to a guy this morning who he trains and, you know, he was telling me, Hey, why don't you start exercising with, you know, just a small backpack and put some weights on it. You know, cause I told yep. him, you know, what we were doing with the Spartan. He's like, just go ahead and start getting used to going and elevations. I was like, you know, it's not too much of a bad idea. I can put this backpack on and freaking, you know, go out there and, and, and push myself a little bit more. But I've realized like there's going to be certain things that he excels at that he's better than me and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, but to push each other, but not push each other to the point where we hurt one another either, you know? So right. I think that's super important to have somebody that is more uh, in the mentality of, oh, you know, you don't have to do that if, if you can't do it and it's okay, you know? Yeah. I you have do. to be extra cautious because I've had injuries, a lot of injuries, and that's usually what derails me. That's what caused my last Correct. round of depression mm-hmm. and massive weight gain was I was doing really well and then blew out my knee because we did a, yeah. uh, a running, uh, we, we did an inner office challenge competition and uh, I pushed myself too hard and I slipped and wiped out and took my knee out again, yep. like just twisted it. And it was, I was down and out for six to eight months, had to get, mm-hmm. they, they're telling me I need full knee replacement surgery, but I'm like not doing it right now at 45. Cause I don't want to do it again at 65. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I can take, uh, you know, joint, joint support supplements mm-hmm. and fish oil uh, helps wor- too. Fish oil, yeah. Fish oil. And then, you know, just uh, good multivitamins, anti-inflammatory um, diet. And, and, 
Yeah, working on my anti-inflammatory, getting the weight off slowly, correctly, just learning proper forms, not you know building up all the supporting small muscles because I realized I was working the big muscles really well, but I wasn't doing the the stuff to get all the supporting yeah, muscles all strength the stabilization um, and accessories. All the stabilization, stuff, yep. It's not glamorous, but it's so important. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think that's what like when that's where I think people like going back to the CrossFit real quick, I think that's where the, some of the people get hurt because they haven't worked on the stabilization, you know, for all the smaller muscles. And they've got, they've been working so hard on their big muscles because they haven't done, they've done the controlled like exercises on the, in the gym, you know, they've, they've worked on the rack. That's got the, the track that keeps you in the right angle and the right form. And then when they get in the CrossFit and they start doing the multi-compounded movements, they, lose their form quickly because those stabilizers give out and that's when they get hurt. I mean, that's just what I've seen people do. Well, like, and I think it. also um, so, part of it is goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You just have so many different levels of skill or lack yeah. of experience and coaches. Mm-hmm. A lot of them I've been going to some gyms and um, what I'm at, what I'm experiencing is they're this different from how I did it. We did a very, intense and intel yeah. warm up and mobility like it was all built into the hour you're going to warm up you're going to mobilize we're going to hit a strength piece and we're going to hit a metcon some days there wouldn't be strength and we have just mm-hmm. hit the metcon you know and then other days it would be metcon o- or strength only a max day no metcon but a lot of times i think what comes with injuries people are not properly warming up and um mobilizing before they're getting into these compound movements mm-hmm. yeah that's, I think that's, that's a that's, thing too. I think it's a really strong message to um, kind of w- start winding the, sh- the show down with. Uh, like, I, I just did quick 30 seconds, maybe give like what your rundown is as a professional uh, coach, um, you know, on what people should do when they are looking for, you know, growing themselves physically. Like, do you have, can you give some advice on that as far as like what the warm, you know, warm up? diet exercise i mean you don't have to go to details just like highlights highlight reel well you know um the rule of thumb they say you cannot out exercise a bad diet so firstly i would say if it's if it's the way that you look and the way that you feel um clean up your diet work on cleaning up your diet um and pick something you enjoy because it shouldn't feel like punishment if you're going to be active and Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be glamorous. If you're sitting on your couch and not doing anything, just move. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, you don't have to be a CrossFit athlete. You don't have to be a marathon runner. Just start moving. Get some momentum. You know, that's, that's a really good, that's a really strong message. Um, just start moving. So I, I, I do feel like a lot of people, what they do is they see, I get so many people that are like, I'm going to do 75 hard or I'm going to do V shred or I'm going to do insanity. And they're going from couch to insanity, which is insanity and mm-hmm. just in and of itself. I know that's the marketing and how the marketing sold, but the problem is you, you get burned out, you get, you injure yourself and then you, you feel, you feel like a loser because you can't get through even the first workout. And it's because yeah, I, it's not for that level, you know, like just start walking. It's what I tell people. If you're not doing anything and you have no exercise and you're way overweight, and you have a bad diet, it's like cut your portions in half and just start walking and then just start swapping out crappy food, you know, crappy food choices for health, whole food, healthier food choices and eat things that you yeah. like, you know, to start with. So that well, way you make it easier on yourself, not, not this 
Yeah. Because you're not going to stick with it. You're going to do it for 30 days and your willpower is going to give out and you're going to be back to your bad habits. Well, I think the big thing is, especially with diet, because there is an addiction problem in this Mm -hmm. country. Um, And it's chemically induced. It's chemically induced. and By the um, manufacturers. Yes. Intentionally. uh, the big thing is, is get a new, talk to somebody, get on a fitness chat, somebody that knows about nutrition, not mm-hmm. what, not what doctors tell you because they're not allowed to tell you. Right. Right. Um, and, and, Correct. and, and work on your food, but more importantly, get accountability. I am leery to give nutrition advice to anybody broad strokes because it's so individualized. I am not indoctrinated into any one way of eating or any one uh, way of exercising. Everything is dependent on the individual and they have to find what works for them. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Well said. You know, I, you know, back to what Mike was saying, you know, I, I have been following the Savi Shred thing, but I realized or very on early on, right? Very early mm-hmm. on during this routine that I could not complete the full amount of tasks that it calls for. Because, it, it, for instance, the one I'm using right now, it calls for four power sets of 12, 10, you know, eight, four, blah, blah, blah. I can follow it, but I, I can only do one set of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started. Now I'm up to two. So I'm like, I, I don't, I wasn't looking at, okay, I have to complete all four of these, you know, blah, 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 and go in there and, and hurt myself. I'm 53 yeah. years old. I'm not, who's out of shape. But I was like, I need to get into an exercise regimen. It was already there. I purchased it a while back. And I was like, you know, man, I'm going to give it a shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So my thing was, was it was like, I have to go start small, mm-hmm. but pay attention to the results. Like I said, I've oh. dropped 2% body fat. I know I probably dropped, I'm dropping more because I can feel it on me. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, Mike sees me every day. So it's a little bit mm-hmm. harder for him. Just like my wife, you know, I see, no, I, I, I noticed it. I noticed the last time we were together that you looked a, a lot thinner especially in your face like and it's interesting you made a comment the other day like watching the past podcast you can see both of our faces just starting to slowly <laughs> slim yeah like we, i think we should even do a time lapse i think it'd be uh, kind of fun oh, like when we get from cool. start start to finish like you know like we'll be like out here like this and it'll be like <laughs> yeah. it's almost like we did the squeezing you know what i mean just like kind of pushed yeah. it in a little bit and spread it out but uh you know so i've just found that like it's like you said anitra it's just taking action you mm-hmm. can't out you can't outrun a bad diet. Uh, as you start to consume something, you should think, you know, and Mike actually got me thinking about this a while back. Uh, and you just need to think about like what you're putting in your body is exactly what you're going to get out of it. Number uh, two. And then the third thing was, was that uh, cut your portion sizes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that hard. You should in some ways uh, you need to see, eat more. I do not. Yeah, I, I, I do not. I, again, I do not agree with saying it because I don't know how people are eating. And a lot of people are under eating and that's why they're heavy. Well, what I, what, 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 what the preface on that was is like, if you're going, whenever you're going out to eat, like Correct. all the meals right there are like 1200, oh, yeah. 2000 calories, yeah. that's what I'm cut, saying. Them in, cut them in a third. Like if you're going to get a dinner, like if you're going out to a fancy dinner, don't tell your family, like I can't go cause I'm on a diet. Cause yeah. now you're ruining your connection and you're, you're, you're getting resentment because you're not part of the family. It's like, if you're going to go look at what the calories are and make it fit into your macros, you know, mm-hmm. like if you have a 500 calorie meal, like, you know, pick something that's 500 calories and then you don't have to finish the plate just eat half or eat a quarter like if it's a thousand calorie meal for this chicken broccoli and whatever because the portion size massive yeah eat half and then take half home as another meal and then Mm -hmm. that that's just a start because yeah i should have probably elaborated a little bit more because that's exactly what i'm doing what i'm saying is is that when i said cut your portions enough i probably should have been a little bit clarified it a little bit i went i I was eating 4500 calories easy a day 
easy, maybe even five, right? Oh, yeah. With zero yeah. exercise. With zero yeah. exercise yeah. is what I'm getting at. Protein intake was very minimal. I was eating a lot more mm-hmm. carbs, you know, way His more carbs. Carbs. Carbs, is a, carbs, is the, carbs is the high end of it. Yeah. Right. Like not, not, not a lot of protein, not a lot of fat, mostly carbs. Correct. Mostly processed carbs. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I meant by that. I didn't clarify yeah, they're it. Amazing. So, yeah. They're, they're hard, to, they're hard yeah. not to eat. Yeah. So I, I can understand where you're coming from. Hey, I can't agree with that because you're absolutely right. But I'm saying for me, that's what I had to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just because I was way out of control. Way out of control. Mm-hmm. Cut my alcohol consumption. I can't. I think the last time I've had a drop of alcohol has probably been two weeks now. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean. Uh, well, do I like to have a, a beer? Whole of course. Episode for what it does. Yeah, for we can talk about that on another one. But well, I'm telling you, like yeah. I have, like the I can't even if I have one or two drinks, like a glass of wine. What it does to me hormonally, not yeah. hangovers. Like three days later, my anxiety and depression shoot yep. through the roof. Alcohol. Let's, let's say, let's so say, let's say bad. that for another another episode. Let's say yeah. that for another we time. Can, we we can definitely on. do a full twenty minute episode just on how alcohol affects the body and also relationships and everything else. Um, so I think we'd love to have you back on. I know we're, sure. we're getting kind of close to that. That I'm a former drunkorexic. We can talk all yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay awesome this sounds, awesome. sounds like a plan well listen um anisha thanks again for coming on the show appreciate yes. you um you know the information you're providing is fantastic for our listeners um so you know we'll have you back on again here at a later date uh mikey you got anything before we go hey everybody have a great day remember it all starts with your mind and your body focus on yourself first because if you don't focus on yourself you can't help other people around you or be the best version of yourself so just go out there live life have fun remember you don't have unlimited time so make the most of it every second you got brad what do you got for you us? said it all man I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to follow you. How, how do you follow that? You're right on point. So with that guys, don't forget, head over to the dailybm.com. Go ahead and uh, find us on our socials there. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button down at the bottom, um, whatever platform you're on, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, whatever it is. And then also do not forget to head over to our YouTube channel because we're getting ready to start posting a lot more videos there. Um, so you get to see our mugs and get to see from fatness to thin. So there you go. Yep. And with that, and back again. Wait, what? Back no. <laughs> <laughs> with that, we're going to go ahead and step like on out of here. Tale. Yeah, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good one. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>